Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Stephanie. And together, we're bringing Healthy back. Hey guys, we are live here at Bringing Healthy Back. I am so excited to be here with Coach Stephanie. And we are going to be talking about some amazing things today. Um, digging deep into our hiccups in our health journey and how we overcame a lot of that. And then also we're going to start off by talking about something that has just popped into the news as of yesterday that is near and dear to mine and Stephanie's heart. And that is talking about this mandate that has come out on vaccinations for companies that have over a hundred employees that everyone is going to have to be vaccinated. Stephanie, what happened with your heart when you heard that? Um, it sunk lower than I'm used to it sinking. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, it's really hard to, to even wrap my head around it. Um, I, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm almost speechless. It's, it's incredible that we are, are being forced, um, to be, you know, pin cushions and to do things with our body that we just aren't comfortable with. Right. How about you? Well, I was, I was very speechless, um, until some choice words came to my mouth and then <clears throat> I let them out. And, you know, I, I think the, the main thing that we all have to realize is that none of us are saying, do this, like, don't get the vaccine. Don't do this. We're saying, let us choose. Let me do the research for my body, my family, my health. And then let me choose what I want to do. You don't take me out of society. Don't cause me not to be able to go to the store. Don't cause me not to be able to go to sporting events because for my body, that vaccine is not going to work. Right? So I've recovered from COVID. I have COVID antibodies. I cannot get COVID nor can I give COVID to anybody. I am of no threat right now to anybody. And I retest myself for antibodies every six months. So I've been a year and a half now since I've actually had COVID and I still have antibodies. I'm of no threat to you people, okay? For me to go and get a vaccine with an autoimmune disease that I already have and knowing that the vaccine is not for everybody. Some people are having adverse reactions to it. Some people that I know in my life, in my life, personal, I could touch them. That's how personal I know them, have gotten the vaccine and have had some pretty wicked side effects and have gotten COVID after they've had the vaccine. For me, it's just not the right choice right now. Plus, it's only been out a year, right? Not even. I think in January is when they start rolling this out. To me, there's just not enough research done on it to know long-term effects. I just would prefer to wait. And since I'm somebody who has already had it, recovered from it, have the antibodies, it makes zero sense to me why somebody like me would have to be forced to get the uh, medical procedure that I'm not comfortable with. And I don't know. I just feel like this is a very slippery slope that we're on and that a lot of our medical freedoms, not only the freedom of choice, but privacy. Now we have to disclose to people what we're doing medically. When have we ever had to disclose that? No, I completely agree. Never. Well, I mean, you know, our kids have to have their vaccine records given to the schools, but nobody else, I don't have to give those vaccine records to anybody else. 
Um, so our, yeah, our freedoms are being just stripped away right under our noses. Um, these are new times. Like you said, we haven't had to, to deal with this before. Um, a lot of people bring up the past, um, big vaccines that came out where people were, you know, jumping to go get them, you know, the polio vaccine. I, w I don't know about you. I wasn't alive during that time. Right. Um, so I don't know if there were people that were against the vaccine. It's just, we're being told people were lining up down, up and down the streets to get the vaccine, which is also happening. Now people are lining up down the street to get the vaccine. And then there's a portion of us that are not right. I personally have been directly exposed to COVID, um, more than once. Um, being in either close vicinity, hugging, or even sharing drinks with someone around the time that they even had a fever, um, when it's supposed to be most contagious, I have not gotten it. I don't know if I am completely immune to it altogether. I don't know if I've gotten it and, and, and have been asymptomatic. I have been tested for it after being exposed to it. Um, everything's always come up negative. So same thing for me, you know, I've had my, I've given blood. So my antibodies have been tested that's come back negative. Um, so personally for me, again, I just don't, I don't feel that it is right for me to get it at this point. Mm -hmm. My family has also been exposed to it. My son and my husband, um, directly exposed. I just, I don't see any need for them to get it right now either. There's just, there's no need if right. we're immune to it and can't pass it on to somebody else. Um, I certainly don't want to go around getting people sick. That's not the goal. It's not that I don't care about my parents or I'm okay. If they just die, it's not about that. It's about me making a choice for my body, my family, um, and what I believe to be what's best for us right now. And this is why we live in America, as opposed to a country like China, where it's a communist and we do what our dictator tells us to do, or we get in trouble. We don't have that here in America. Um, we have choice. We were supposed to have freedom of choice. That's what this country was based on. And you start taking that away we're in big trouble. And here's the thing for people who are either for this mandate or they have already gotten their vaccine. So they're checking out, right? They're like, I'm safe. I've already gotten it. I can still fly. I can still go buy groceries. I can still work. Let me tell you something. This is a warning to all of you that maybe this mandate doesn't mean that much to you, but down the line, there will be a mandate to either which you don't agree with your family can't, for whatever health reason, do the mandate, or you just don't feel it's the right mandate. One of these days, something's going to come down the road. And if you allow this to set precedent for what's happening, you are going to be sorry. One thing we should all agree on, whether you get vaccinated or not, is that the freedom of choice, freedom of medical freedom has got to stay alive and well in this country, because when it dies, you can put everything else to rest. We will become a country that is controlled and have to listen to our government for all medical decisions. And that's not fair because not everybody's body is in the same place 
not everybody's body can take certain medications that we should have the freedom to decide what, what is best for us and what is best for our family. That's why we live in America. So, um, absolutely. And the first step is to get yourself healthy. If we would have all started a year and a half ago, when this pandemic hit, if we would have turned to whole real foods, um, trying to find balance with the four pillars of health, um, you know, really focusing on our sleep, getting 30 minutes of exercising, which can be free. Just go for a walk, just go for a 30 minute walk. That's all you, you don't have to get a gym membership. You don't, you know, get outside for some fresh air, work on stress management. And we're going to talk in a minute about being a perfectionist in this department, which is not where you want to want to be. You want to find balance in these areas with also giving yourself some grace, because the more you stress out about it, the worse you're going to be. If we had all started with whole foods and sleep and exercise and stress management a year and a half ago, we would all be in such a better place. We have this horrible problem in our country with this COVID-19 virus because of the state of our health in this country. There have been other countries that are not even on the map when it comes to COVID. And it's because their diets are based on plants, whole foods, fruits, and vegetables, and some meat. They are not going to their cupboards and eating chips and cereal and um, processed oils and processed foods all day long that's where we need to start. And if you haven't started yet, my advice is to start now. Start trying to find the balance in the areas that can keep you healthy, that can, you know, it's one of the reasons why I believe I have not been strongly affected and my family has not been strongly affected by this virus is because we focus on health. Me in particular, you know, for myself, I can't, totally control what my son and my husband do. I can only, you don't believe you know? in control. You don't believe in controlling. No, I don't believe in controlling other people. No. Cause I'm just responsible for myself. You know, <laughs> I love that concept. Yeah. Well, and so, that's, the thing. that's the one thing that like, I feel as soon as you bring it up, there's tension, but I'm going to state the facts. Guess who's affected by this virus. Obese people. Number one, number one, number obese one. people. You take the obesity out of it, all of a sudden it's a cold, it's sniffles, it's a yep, sore yep. throat. Number two, people with other comorbidities, like uh, they're diabetic or they have um, heart issues or whatever, they have major like sicknesses, cancer, anything that's compromised immune system. Okay, sometimes you can't do stuff for those people. Those people should take extra precautions. But when you know that the majority of the people have been obese and other comorbidities, and that's what's doing this, change that first. You want to go get your vaccine? That's fine. Go get it if you feel protected by it. But start to work on your health and get the vaccine then if that's what you want, right? Do whatever you, you have to be afraid. Right. And then, then your stress levels lower. It's a, it's a domino effect. 100%. A healthy domino effect. You don't have to, I don't stress out every time I leave my house. I am not worried. 
I am not worried about going to a party and someone may have COVID and I may get it. I just don't have to, to freak out about that stuff because I, I do take those extra measures. That's not to say I couldn't get it and get very sick, but my chances are really unlikely. And, and like Maria said, this is not across the board. We are not 100% saying anything. Right. There, you know, the, it's just that there's so many people arguing, quote unquote, perfectly healthy people are getting this and ending up in the hospital. That is not the majority. No. You will not find a quote unquote, perfectly healthy person. The people in the hospital and dying from it, most of them have comorbidities. Most, that is not all, but right. the vast majority. Right. So these are not everyday quote unquote, super healthy people that are ending up in the hospital and dying from it. It is just really not happening. Yep. And Let's talk about how the flu is eradicated, which I just find amazing. Like when you look at the numbers of the people who died in 2019, it's almost like a few thousand more that died in 2020. So a normal human being could sit there and look at those two numbers and go, okay, so a few thousand people more died. But what happened is they just moved all the columns of death to COVID. <laughs> All of a sudden, no one's dying from the flu. No one's dying from diabetes. No one's dying from a heart attack. You go to the hospital with a heart attack and you have COVID, all of a sudden you die to COVID. And it's laughable, but it's like disgusting at the same time. Like it literally makes me sick that they manipulated the numbers to scare the crap out of people. Mm -hmm. And no, and it's not even like they're hiding it. You can go to the CDC website and see the numbers. No one's hiding this. This is out there. You just actually have to go in and do some digging and do some research and you'll see like, wake up, up. Oh. Let's touch on the, let's touch on the going, going to the hospital with a heart attack really quick. What's the number one cause of death in the United States? Heart disease. Number one cause of death. Yeah. It is killing us by the masses. It is an epidemic in this country. Heart disease is an epidemic. What have they done? What have, what steps have they taken to help or even move in a direction of help with epidemics? You know what I've seen them do? Come out with a new cereal. That's mm -hmm. what I've seen them do. Yeah. They've come out with a new flavor of Gatorade that's got food dyes we've never even seen before. <laughs> like what color is that? I don't even know. Is that blue or green? Right. Like, or they what have the, do the, dollar the dollar menu is full effect at all the fast foods. Go get yes. your whole family's dinner for 10 bucks. Whole family. Right. They come out with new prices for the McNuggets. Yeah. Get a McNugget meal. Feed yeah. your entire family McNuggets for dinner. That's what we're doing to solve that epidemic. Right. But now they're taking a drug, which is, which is our country's first suggestion is to throw a drug instead of going to food first, right. which, you know, Hippocrates food is medicine. Medicine is food. It doesn't start there anymore. It starts with a drug. And that is exactly what's happened with COVID. They are now throwing, not only throwing the drug at us, they are forcing it upon us. They are forcing that needle. And I'm sorry, but there's a better way. Absolutely a better way. And Look, I get it. You know, people have obstacles. I've got five kids. You've got kids. We, you have people who don't want to give up certain treats and certain goodies that they have. 
and, and it's not, I want to say it's simple, but it's not easy. It's very simple to eat healthy, to live a healthy life, but it is not easy, especially those that are addicted to sodas and those that, you know, have a sugar craving or sugar addiction or salt and, you know, potato chip addiction. It's not easy, but it can be done. And the rate of return on your investment mm. is so great and so worth it yeah. that I just want to encourage everybody just to be strong and take the one step at a time, one day at a time, make one simple change. And when you change food, man, it changes pretty fast. Like you feel it, right? Like so fast, like a week, you're feeling like a different person when you do it. You And I can say this without a doubt in my mind because our 10 day challenges that we do by day six, I am getting emails from people going, holy crap, I feel so good. I have all this energy. My skin is brightening up. Uh, that was my- me. Yeah. <laughs> That was me. I can speak of it firsthand. Someone, there's two things that someone said to me recently. One was that the vaccine is the, the fastest way to fix the problem, which, you know, if you take someone that is 50, hundred pounds overweight and we're saying obesity is this huge problem, let's fix that. And someone's saying that's going to take way too long. Like we need a quick fix right now you can dramatically decrease the inflammation in your body within days and you're not going to become, you know, at your normal weight or, you know, underweight overnight or within a few days, but taking those steps to decrease the inflammation in your body, which is where most disease comes from happens very quickly. And, um, definitely, recommend starting there and starting, um, to decrease the inflammation in your body, which can happen quickly. And like you said, with the detoxes, I was on day, I think day four, and it was like everything, everything improves. It's, 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 it's actually really incredible what food can do. And the second thing was someone asked me recently what I missed the most after going paleo. Um, and I said, I haven't eaten pizza since I went paleo. I have eaten other things. I've had regular ice cream. I've had regular treats or candy, whatever it is. Um, but pizza is the one thing I haven't eaten. And then I realized that I don't really miss it that much. And I've homemade paleo pizza that completely satisfies everything. There's nothing that you can't replace. You don't have to miss anything. You don't have to miss a favorite food. You don't have to skip a craving because you can't have that certain thing. Um, There are healthy versions of everything. There's even healthy soda, okay? (laughs) Olipop is a prebiotic soda that it tastes just, they've got root beer, they've got orange crush, they've got um, cherry vanilla, which is like a Dr. Pepper. They have Sprite flavors. They have all these flavors, but it's loaded with prebiotics. So it's good for the gut. It does have sugar in it, but that's okay. Cause if you're switching, that's a great switch, but my God, people, there is a swap for everything. I, I say this all the time and I, I offer my services to people for free. Just message me and I'll tell you what to swap it out. No one does. Well, then <laughs> what am I going to do? Right. You know, I will say though, we got, 67 people on this 10 day challenge we're doing right now. 
which is amazing that 67 people that are dedicated to their health and changing. And I just give them all the props in the world, but let's go. I know you got some things written down of like obstacles, right? That a lot of people see as obstacles to getting healthy. Let's go through those and kind of just give some help and advice on that. Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is that perfectionism can actually cause more harm than good when you are trying in the midst of trying to change some things in your life or change some bad habits. Um, you're you beating yourself up or dwelling on making a mistake, um, can do more harm for your body and your mind than just giving into something, giving yourself the grace and saying it's okay and moving on and picking yourself up the next day or the next week or the next month. You can have a bad day, a bad week. There's been times where I just was tired and I didn't work out for like an entire week. And I was like almost happy about it. I'm like knowing that I can just pick up where I left off it is completely okay. So give yourself grace, know that you don't have to give up, you know, anything that there are healthy swaps for things. You can get back on track the next day. Um, the biggest thing I think for me personally is events. Um, I went to my daughter's college, uh, graduation and we went out to eat and parties, parties are difficult. Sometimes I bring my own food. I'll bring a big salad with some chicken and I'll eat it and I'm fine with it. Other times I give in and I have their cheesy nachos or whatever it is. Um, so again, it's just giving yourself grace. Being prepared is the biggest way to set yourself up for success. So if you know a party's coming up and you want to plan to bring yourself some food, um, that's great. If you don't and you're like, I just... I'm just so tired of always having to prepare my own food and eat differently than everybody else. I'm just going to eat what's at the party. Go for it. It's a party. It's one day, right? Eat whatever you want. If you have to pay for it the next day and you're okay with that, do it. Right. Just don't eat pints of ice cream and bags of chips every single day. That well, is here's the know. thing too. Like I remember, um, on the, on my journey that when I would screw up, I would begin this very long time of self sabotage. Mm -hmm. So I would be like, Oh, I, I had a glass of wine and Oreos. Cause that was, all, I think, you know, the story of my glass yeah. of wine and Oreos, like that was my thing. So <clears throat> I would have Oreos and wine. And the next day I'd be like, I'm just gonna have waffles for breakfast. Uh, lunch. I'm just gonna like, he heat up the pizza from a couple nights ago. And then I would go down this road of like self-sabotaging. And the one thing that I have learned through this process is you have the wine and Oreos, which I won't do that anymore because I can't have Oreos, but you have whatever the bad thing is. But the next day you wake up and you pound water and you clean out your system and you start all over again and you never give up. And it's like this roller coaster and, and the, the declines end up getting shorter and shorter. The more you do this, you, you don't decline as heavy yes. the more that you do this, right? You still screw up. You still go down a little bit, but I don't know. The ride is not as, as nasty. So, you know, it is just the planning ahead, but also I love the word grace, having grace on yourself, having grace for the times that you do screw up and don't even call it a screw up. It's the times that you just decide not to eat the right foods. That's okay. 
just don't stay on that sabotage train. So that's great stuff. Love that. Um, the next thing I want to touch on is finding balance. I talked about it a little bit when we were talking about keeping yourself healthy to, um, you know, with this whole COVID pandemic. Um, and I talked a little bit about the pillars, um, but doing one thing, one little thing a week, this is another great reason to have a health coach. Um, something that someone like me can work with you on a weekly basis to set up goals, to hold you accountable, to figure out what's working for you and what's not finding that balance and then getting into a routine with it. So, you know, like I said, you focus on me, like sleep, let's use sleep. For example, let's say you're not doing well with your sleep. Um, you're not getting as much sleep as you need. And that's one thing that you want to work on. And we figure out some ways, um, that are doable for you to work on your sleep. You pick one thing for that week. I'm going to start trying to go to bed 20 minutes earlier or whatever works for you. It could be an hour earlier. If you think that's doable for yourself and work on that, don't try and get your sleep and your food and your exercise and quit smoking and everything all in just like make that decision to make all that happen. Um, it's baby steps, it's consistency. And once you start that routine, that also helps with what Maria was talking about with the roller coaster. You're kind of here with your routine and then you dip a little bit and then you're here with your routine. There's no super high, super lows. Um, you know that 80% of the time you're going to be eating whole foods. You're going to be flooding your body with the nutrients that it needs to keep your inflammation down, your immunity system running well, your gut and brain health connection going well. Um, and then when you have those little dips, it's a lot easier to come up just a little bit than to be trying to get all the way back up that mountain. So balance, balancing the pillars of health and giving yourself grace are key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The balance is the hardest part. Cause I feel like they, you know, they name it the yo-yo diet dieting for a reason and mm -hmm. people struggle with this. Everybody, by the time I feel like people get to me, they've yo-yo dieted most of their life and they're just finally tired of it. Yeah. Yes. And they just want a very stable way of being able. And, you know, I think too, a lot of people want weight loss real fast and they want to see changes real fast. The changes are happening inside and you are going to lose weight, but just remember that it, it's, it's long-term goals. Like what am I better a year from now than I am today that don't judge it by the week, by the month, judge it by the year. And everybody that I work with can look back on last year and say, no, I'm way better than I was. And that's the markers. Those are the markers that you need to be paying attention to because there's a lot of this, like we said, but so long as you're getting better every single year, that's what's most important. So just stick to it for sure. Baby steps. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're giving yourself grace, also give yourself a pat on the back if you did what you consider a mistake or falling off the wagon or whatever it is, take that time or that negative mindset to change it to a positive one. Wow. Look at how far I've come. I am eating so many more fruits and vegetables. Um, and yesterday when I pigged out on whatever pizza and ice cream, um, I didn't feel great doing it. Uh, but 
you know, look at how far I've come. Really give yourself a, give yourself credit and a pat on the back and don't, don't stress about it. I mean, me and Maria are health coaches. Like this is what we, we live our lives out this way and we are nowhere near perfect. Yeah. We still, you know, we stress out. We don't sleep well. Sometimes we don't eat well sometimes. Um, but we're putting our best efforts towards that on a day. Well, even like today is a perfect example. Like when we first got on this call, I told you, you know, I'm stressed out about what happened with this freaking mandate. And what do I do? I self-sabotage. I didn't work out today. What should I have done? I should have worked out, relieved some of the stress. I guess I still could work out after this, but, but see, even me, like, but the difference is I recognize it now. I, I noticed the patterns that are happening. I did not go to food this time. So that was good. Like I didn't eat anything bad, but I didn't take care of myself and I should have worked out in the moments of stress. And when, you know, it just seems like life is crazy. That's when you need to work out the most. Honestly, exercise is the best antidote to anxiety and depression. So it really, I know better and I still screwed up today. So I'm going to pat myself on the back, maybe go take the dog for a walk or something afterwards and just get out. But don't be hard on yourself. You are human and we all do this and we just need to that. But that's another reason why don't you think like the community and having like a good solid group of people around you is so important. Oh my gosh. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability, leaning on people, commiserating with people, Yeah. We're all relatable. Mm -hmm. Like Marie and I have both been in, in the unhealthy state we've been, we've eaten the standard American diet, the sad diet. And, um, you know, we are where you've been. Um, I've been 40 pounds, 45 pounds overweight at times in my life. Um, I've, I'm a uh, food addict. Um, I just, you know, we all have our struggle. Food is, is, and will always be my struggle. It is just something that I struggle with. Um, and that's okay. That's my, that's my thing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got anything else for us? Um, no, I think that's it. I think I covered, I think I covered everything. I just, really pray that everyone can just live life, live life to its fullest. And, um, we need, you know, get back to the, well, I don't want to say we need to, we do, but I don't want to make it sound like I'm being preachy. Um, getting back to the basics, you know, just the basics of, of life and, and fruits and vegetables and whole healthy foods. And yeah, we got to, power up our body because I tell you what guys this this is not the only virus that's around we have thousands of viruses around us on the daily we are around sick people all the time and the only difference is is to those that have a very strong immune system it knows what to do when it comes in contact with these things it knows how to fight it off Again, there are the exceptions to the rule. So please don't sit here and say, oh, my little, there are exceptions to the rule. I'm talking for the most part, healthy people can come in contact with all sorts of different germs and viruses and end up okay. So focus on health, focus on your family, focus on freedom. Okay. Let's get out there and preach freedom for everybody because we all need it. Immune system on people. Mask off. Mask off. (laughs) 
Yeah. So let's, I do want to note that Marie and I do not make blanket statements. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, I've gotten pushback before on, on tips that I've tried to give people like, this is a great way to do this. And people just want to take their situation and excuse whatever it is and be like, well, I can't do that because of this. Well, then that's great. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you know, this is not, I'm not talking to 100% of the people. Like there are exceptions to everything. Right. There's some people that, you know, if you've got a histamine intolerance, you can't eat a whole lot of fruits and vegetables. So like I'm telling you for the most part, fruits and vegetables are the way you want to go. It's, it's just proven. It's proven in all, you know, ends of the world, all curves of the world. Um, but if you can't eat fruits and vegetables, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you so know, don't no do that. statements here. Yes. <laughs> you would think some things are common sense, but obviously yeah. we just got to say it, just to say it, state it, get it out of there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it was a great chat with you. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did, please subscribe to whatever venue you're listening to this on. Leave a five-star review for us and make sure to tell some people.